Hello and welcome to Tully Travels Podcast. <clears throat> Hello everyone. I hope you're all keeping very well. Today was day 25 on uh, the Lisbon to Malta gig. Um, very small, short day. So it was all right. It was, it was like a recovery day. Um, but... Got up. I was up early this morning, actually. Alarm went off at 8 o'clock and I was up and I was around 25 past. Showered and all dressed up and ready to go nearly. Went downstairs in the place I was staying and had breakfast. <sighs> Jeez, I had every sort of croissant and croissants with chocolate bits in them and chocolate croissants with nuts on top of them and croissants with a bit of flour on them and every sort, you name it. It was on my plate and in my mouth, and I had an omelette as well, so it was good, good start, plenty of fuel, and then two or three cups of orange juice and a rake of coffee, and I was the liveliest lad out. So um, I was going to tip away then up in the room, sorting the bag out and, you know, seeing what I could put where. I just repacked the bag nearly every day, or every second or third day, just you know, counterbalance weight and whatnot and see what I can do and, you know, it's just a routine now at this stage. But anyway, went down, checked out and hit the road. So I left Le Grand Moat and I was heading for... Oh, fuck, the name escapes me and I'm here now. Um, Sainte, Sainte Marie de la Mer. So it was 42 kilometres. It was all flat. It was a dream. Um, cycle lanes on the side, um, on main roads with hard shoulders. It was there was no thinking to us at all. Like, so I think I got about twenty two kilometers done, and I was pedaling away, and I was starting to come into like an area, and it was all like stud farms and horses in every field. But anyway, I was passing a place, and I just by chance I just pulled in because um, I had to charge the phone. Um, and I was like plugging in the battery pack. Know that. And then uh, I looked across the road and there was a bit of an old like roadside shop, but it was like selling like all like homegrown fruit and veg and you know, local honey and local jams and all that. So didn't I see an Ireland flag? And I was fairly well tattered and I was I was on his last legs, but I said, Jesus, I said, I wonder there's anyone Irish in here. So I pushed over, threw the bike up again, a, a pillar, and in anyway, and I was kind of looking around and whatnot, and then I said, I may as well buy something while I'm here. So I grabbed a pair. But um, the minute I grabbed it, it was soft as fucking shite. So I threw it back in the box, and I went and I squeezed another one. I thought, oh, gee, these are all... Soggy, like, like there was water to put on them, so they're obviously kept in a fridge, maybe, or something like that. And now that they're out in the open, they was they were starting to, you know, I know, condensation was coming off them or something. So looked at the box anyway, and looked at one up in the corner of the box. So I gave it a little squeeze, and I said, "Ah, oh, yeah, this one's, I have a winner." So I went up to the counter, and I'm gonna drink a Coke Zero. Jeez, I do. I'm gone mad drinking that now lately. And I like just 
get a can of it and like scull it back in one go, give me a bit of a sugar rush and away then. But anyway, bought it off your one. And, um, I said, oh, outside the Ireland flag. So the you Irish. Um, now this is, I didn't say it in English, like it, it was all broken French. But she just went, ah, laughed. I went, no. And then there was no explanation or story to where the Ireland flag came. So I went, all right, good on you. And I just turned and I headed off then. I thought, fuck it, I was hoping there might be some bit of crack there. So anyway, took a bite of the bear. I was grand, just kind of looking at the phone, sat down like on a rock. Sort of kill 10, 15 minutes here now. And just chewing away at the bear and was about to take another bite. And I looked down into the bear where I took the bite out of. And where I had bitten out, there was like a cobweb, if that makes sense, in the fucking bear. Uh, whatever bit that was in my mouth that I hadn't swallowed it, spat it out. And I thought, Jesus, this is obviously fucking rotten on the inside or something, I don't know. So, stood up, there was no bin around, and like you're out on the side of the road, like, so. I didn't want you, I wasn't looking at me, so I started walking towards the road. So my back was to the shop and to the lady. So bear was in my right hand. So I anti-clockwise started rolling my left arm back in a straight line. And then I did three or four of them. And then I done it with the right one. And I done one circle. And then on the second one, I sped it up. And then I launched the fucking pair across the road and into a field. Really uh, horses in the field and one of them must have got a bit of a jump and it kind of bolted for a couple of steps but thankfully it didn't go too mad so and that fucked that so drank the can of coke then scrolled it down a one hit thankfully there was no cobwebs in that and I hopped on the bike then and uh started heading for uh, St. Saint Mary St. Mary's de la Mer the pronunciation of this place is probably miles wrong or totally wrong but got to a little like village and I, I had to get like a little ferry across the road so I um, was waiting about maybe five or ten minutes there was three cars and three of us on bikes waiting your man he was over the far side of the river and I was like oh it's only about 50 nah it's about it wouldn't be 100 metres anyway the width of the, the river but good 70 odd like but um like on a pulley system so he loaded up across the water and he started coming over so coming over he had four cars two cyclists and two horses and uh, once they were off he had to go cleaning all the sh- uh, the horse shite off the boat big fancy shovel at him this buck fag in the mouth sleeves rolled up oh I'd say this fella now he's been round the corner so shoveling it up anyway and Big wide shovel, and I thought, oh, Jesus, he must have a bin or he'll throw it into the edge. Now, no, once he scooped it up in the sho- shovel, faced his back to the water over his shoulder, the shite went straight into the water. Jeez, I got a good laugh out of it, but I um, loaded up there anyway. And uh, maybe two minutes you were across the water and pedaled on then. Um, and then by this stage, I was only about 6k away from the little town in. So I got to the town anyway and saw that there was a bit like of a, like a street, like, you know, the shops selling all bits of 
you know, fridge magnets and bottle openers and all that sort of shit, like, and then restaurants and whatnot. So got down to a bit of a square and there was a bit going on there. But geez, I was talking about the menus and it was all fancy, fancy stuff. Like one place they wanted 12 euro for a, a bowl of soup. I thought, Jesus, I'm not that hungry, like, for, for that, like, it was that kind of vibe, like, to so, um, I had no place booked anyway, so booked into a place just on the outskirts. So I pedaled there anyway and checked in and had a shower, changed the clothes and geez, I was starving now at the street, so hopped on the bike again and went out and it's about six o'clock, half five, six o'clock. Every place was closed on and they weren't starting dinner until about eight PM. So I was like, fuck. I was like, anywhere, is there any old burger joint or a pizza place so I can get something? But um, found something eventually, and it was a family-run place, and just there was sound, your man who was speaking English to me and very thankful and all that. So, geez, I'll go back to him again. But um, I meant to try and get my bike, or to clean my bike, but uh, I seen two bicycle shops, and my, my brakes are squealing like, fuck, the disc brakes. Um they're definitely not worn out, I don't think, because the bike is only about two months old, so I don't think they'd wear out that quick. I believe that, obviously, yesterday I um, was in fucking dirty roads and whatnot. If a bit of dirt gets into the disc brake, like, it it, it affects us anyway, but um, the both brakes anyway are loose after coming down the, the Pyrenees there earlier on in the week. Now with the dust, they're squealing. So I seen a bike shop, was stayed up to him, I had the message rush written, hey, can you help me? And he goes, no, sorry, I don't have disc brakes, so I can't do anything. So I said, all right. Didn't even want to look at this. I thought, right, fair enough. Turned on my heel, seen another bike shop, so same Greg. Um, went into your man, and I said, oh, do you speak English? And he goes, yeah. Explained my story. I said, um, my brakes are loose. And they're screeching. That's all I said to him. He goes, oh, yeah, that happens around here the whole time because of the humidity. I said, what? He goes, yeah, 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 the humidity, um, it does that to the brakes. And I thought, I'm no fucking expert, but that is the biggest load of bullshit ever. So I went, the humidity does that to the brakes, which the squeaking, he goes, yeah, the squeaking. I go, all right. I said, and does the humidity also make the brakes loose? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, well, that's fucking shite. I said, under my breath, I said that. I didn't actually say that to him, but I go, oh, right. I said, fair enough, mercy. And I turned and I wandered off. But straight away, went on Google um, and found a shop. And the reviews were shocking. So I think your man, he's a bit of an ass Judy. I must have had a bad day, but I didn't like that. No. Didn't even want to entertain it or even look. I think it's just that they're dirty. And I, but I thought the second opinion might be better. But anyways, I'll strip them off maybe tomorrow or the next day and give them a wipe and then see or take it to somewhere else. But um, what else? I was planning on taking tomorrow off, um, spending the day here. But uh, there's about, it's not a very big place. There's about 10 or 15 restaurants and like, you know, they're closed in the middle of the day and there's only, I've only seen one grocery store. So there's not a lot to do. So I think tomorrow I 
I'm going to try and get to Marseille. It's 100 kilometers, which is, is a, it's a lot when I'm tired as it is and after a big, a big week. But um, then at least I take Monday off in Marseille. I'm in a big city. Fair enough, I've heard it mightn't be the safest, but, you know, there'll be something to do. I might do a walking tour or something like that. But um, for the evening anyway, lie up, watch a movie, relax, and that's about the height, the height of it. But, um, do, oh, sorry, yes, one more story. When I was kind of looking around for um, a restaurant or whatnot, I was, I, at one stage, I was, like, in the way of fucking everyone. It's not like me, but I kind of just forgot where I was. And anyway, there's this older gentleman on a bicycle. And he just said, oh, excuse me. And I said, oh, sorry, sorry. And I'll get out of your way. And he said, thanks. And I said, yeah, no bother. Good luck. And then about five minutes later, cycling or sort of walking the bike down the road. So he came up to me. He goes, oh, are you you travelling a bike back? And I said, yeah, yeah. And he goes, oh, very good. And what's your story? Where did you come from? And so I told him and said, what about you? Are you bike back? And now this fella's probably north of 70, like. Um, he goes, no, I'm, well, I'm here on holiday with my camper van. It's in the camper van over wherever and blah, blah, blah. He goes, oh, are you in a rush? Um, let me buy you a beer. Uh, I'd like to hear more of your story. So I was a bit like, oh. I don't know, but was it right? Go on. So I said, yeah, here to do, you know, this place. So fair enough, we sat down. Uh, this fellow's name is George. He's from Switzerland. He's retired. He used to do bike backing trips. And now he's just kind of living his best life. So he's been on holiday uh, for the last two weeks in France. And he was in a place called Province because he's friends there. But... um. Oh, a gentleman, um, with the pint, uh, just on about life. He's retired. He used to work for communications company, um, and he, he knew a lot about like um technology. But he said once I've left it, I I barely go on. I use social media or the internet. I'm back living in the real world, and he said I he loves us, but um, very very nice man. It was. And he was telling me as well the story about how uh, Saint Martin's de la Mer came about. Turns out, uh, many, many years ago, it was a big gypsy town. And it's where all the gypsies would meet and have like a big fair. And um, they, uh, a big fair. And um, eventually it's kind of got weaned out. But it's gotten very popular for, obviously, stud farms for horses and a particular meat from a bull. Yeah, apparently, it's, it's very popular here. So learned a new thing about the place anyway. So he was a, he'd be a handyman in a quiz. But um, Jesus, 15 minutes. Fuck. Right. That's all I have to say. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Good luck.